0: Find out when you download June's journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome
1: to FraPow, where your hosts, on and Rack. What do you want to talk about today, pumpkin?
2: Well, noodle. I want to talk about, um, sort of something kind of going along with our interview episode this week. Um, I want to talk about the emphasis on alcohol as like a major part of our society. I'm
1: down. Let's talk about it.
0: Don't get me started. Don't even get me started.
2: Um... So I don't know. I've just been thinking about this since we had did our interview with um, Katie Bradnick, um, and how she talked. To- we talked to her um, off mic about her sobriety, mm-hmm. and we talked about kind of how people, um, you know, she's a young mom, and she was talking about how people think it's like funny to sort of like be like mom juice, uh, yeah, and like get drunk at like get-togethers and things like that. And I've just, and then we, um, I talked to Seltzer Squad and, um, you know, and and listening to their stories and their podcast and seeing, like, really how integrated alcohol is in our culture. It seems so crazy to me. Like, I didn't really notice how much of, like, an integral part of our daily lives it
1: is. Yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. Um, and this is something that I've been ultra cognizant of, um, growing up just because like a lot of my family's alcoholics. Mm-hmm. So I've always been kind of aware about alcoholism and how alcohol plays a huge part in like everyday things. Yeah. Um, and so my parents did a really good job of trying to break that cycle with my brother and I, um, But they did it in a way where alcohol was never forbidden, even when we were um, below the age of 21. Mm -hmm. It was always just like, hey, are you driving? Are you done? Are you staying in? And they would always ask questions that would kind of prompt you to be like, why are you asking me this? I'm like seven years old. Of course, I'm not going to drive. But now (laughs) in my head, it's like if I'm done for the day, I can have a drink. But do I want a drink? Do I need a drink? And so, like, they kind of groomed my brother and I at a young age to address why we wanted a drink and and how we were going to go about it. And so, as I'm getting older, I'm noticing that a, a lot of other people that I share common ground with also feel roughly the same way or starting to notice these things as well, to which I'm glad because, like. I don't think alcohol is terrible, but I do think that it does need to be addressed, especially in the social sphere where it's like you can't go out and socialize without having an exorbitant amount of alcohol.
2: Yeah. Or just like that's how
1: you get together like after work is like, oh, let's go and get a drink. Yeah, let's get drinks. Or, you know, like if you want to go to, I don't know, a nightclub or something, if you want to go dancing, there's it's like it's assumed that there's going to be drinks that are a part of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or if you're feeling bad, like let's go out and go get a drink and like talk. Yeah,
1: about it. yeah. But I also think that like in a lot of LGBTQ spaces, yeah, it's really hard to have a sober scene. Oh, absolutely. Like I,
2: someone reached one of my friends um, reached out to me and was like, "Oh my, um, teenage uh, sibling is coming up to visit in the city, and I just want to know what sort of like LGBTQ stuff." there is around and I was like oh you know like I'll look some places up and 95 percent of what I found were yeah. bars like yeah. that's so that's so crazy to me like that there's so much there's like so much to unpack there like why do we have to I mean I kind of understand the history behind like stonewall, stonewall and that kind of stuff and, yes and there, there bars and things like that there
1: is a rich history of that and to which yeah. I'm not pooing the whole thing absolutely but there is a certain amount of just i question it
2: yeah but like why can't we just remove that in some cases like why is it 95 percent of the things that i found and then like three percent were like um museums and then the other the other two is like like service centers like that's not yeah that's not okay we there's so much it's just I feel like it. There's an over reliance on alcohol as a means of like social lubrication and also like dealing with your problems. Mm-hmm. And like it's just so embedded. Like it's and people don't even. I think people think that it's an issue because they're not like
1: they're not addicted. They can quit whenever they want,
2: right? Or it's or you know you're not like chugging mouthwash or whatever, right? Like it doesn't have to be like that to be an issue. It's an issue just like society-wide that that's like an okay thing that we think we have to do like that's the go-to right especially in the lgbtq community i think we have enough issues yeah (laughs) as is in a lot of like a lot of mental health struggles Mm -hmm. and that substance use of any type and i'm not again like saying that substances are bad but like relying on them that is only going to increase your problems right
1: and I mean, I know for a lot of people and including myself at different stages of my life, I relied on alcohol to be a liquid courage, mm-hmm. especially when it came to like dating and going out with like new people that like you just want to hang out with, but you're unsure of some of them. And so like it just it, it is a social lubricant, but especially when you go into these spaces where... um it it already feels extra difficult to find a partner, mm-hmm. such as uh, most especially in the LGBTQ community. So, like alcohol is used as a liquid courage, but then it just doesn't feel like legitimate what you're saying when you are drunk. You know.
2: And on the opposite end of that, I think also like if you're the one that's not drinking and mm-hmm. you're in a place where most people are, you're going to be. Isolated, or people are going to think you're kind of odd, Mm -hmm. and it's like that is going to also make you stand out, yeah. And so, like, it's you don't really like win in these spaces where like society values alcohol so much, right? And you know what?
1: It's just thinking back at it, um, the whole prohibition movement Mm -hmm. and how people speak so poorly of the prohibition movement. The prohibition movement was based off of women who were tired of domestic violence and domestic abuse and knew that they couldn't like they couldn't necessarily figure out a way to stop their husbands from beating them so what they did instead was they got alcohol outlawed because it's one less thing that could fire up their husbands to then trigger a beating
2: and also it also helped them keep their money there's a lot of like financial abuse happening because women didn't have a lot of Um, financial resources yeah financial resources and so their husbands would get drunk and they would either abuse their wives yeah or they would go out and they would blow it on gambling and prostitution and alcohol Mm -hmm. and so let's get rid of one of those and maybe
1: we'd keep some money yeah 100 percent. and so it just excuse me it just there's so many things that happen with alcohol like the amount of violent crimes just come from that come from alcohol alone compared to cannabis and how alcohol just causes a whole slew of issues and that people use it as a crutch to get through their day. When, you know, when you get home from a rough day of work, do you reach for a glass and a bottle to fill it up or do you go to the gym or do you go to therapy or do you talk to a friend, you know, and it's it's just used as a crutch across the board. And then most especially in vulnerable communities where they don't have accesses, access to other resources. Yeah. So they access, a, you know, a resource that is masquerading as a resource. It's yeah. not actually a resource. Yeah. But, you know, there's so many patterns of trauma and abuse and reliance on this that people just reach for it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I've had, like, seven ideas while you were talking. And That's okay. just, like, I had,
1: like, 15 ideas when you were talking. <laughs> and I was like, we have to talk about prohibition, at
2: least. I think that, I think, also for me, like, at the same time, we had, like, had just talked to Katie, and we were setting up our interview with Seltzer Squad, and I'd been, like, binging their, um, their episodes, and I was in the subway, and there are ads on there that it's, like, these, like, really cool, like like, sort of, like, punk people, like, pictures of them and in an advertisement, and, um, like, sort of, like, hipster, but, like, really edgy, Mm -hmm. and then at the bottom, it's, like, I don't know, something like, like, stay weird or something, and it's, like, an advertisement for vodka or something, and I'm, like, what the fuck? Like, you're telling people to be themselves, but to be themselves, like, they have to have this alcohol? You can only
1: be yourself when you're drinking this alcohol. Like,
2: What Like, what in the fuck is happening? That just, like, that blew my mind, and it's like, I don't know, I've just been, and also that my body has decided that it doesn't like alcohol.
1: (laughs) Mine, too.
2: Like, I'm, my body doesn't like anything I eat nowadays, but, like, it was really upset over the holidays. Yeah. Real issue.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of a mutual friend of ours who is, she's in her 40s. Mm Mm-hmm she is sober and she's working on staying sober and she's also trying to explore her sexuality. And she constantly complains about, and it's a totally valid complaint about how she wants to go meet people and explore her sexuality, but she doesn't want to go to a gay bar to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so totally valid. And I don't, I don't like, I don't have a
2: suggestion. I mean my suggestion would be Derby.
1: <laughs> no, I very strictly told her to not date Derby. That's also At least fair. I it's I told her good. if you're gonna date Derby, at least date somebody on another, another team.
2: Yeah. Um also Don't
1: shit where you eat. <laughs>
2: fair. Um I mean, yeah, I mean she's totally valid. And even if you just like even I, if you're not trying
1: to be sober and you right. just don't
2: necessarily enjoy drinking. That's my thing. Like I have a partner who just doesn't like drinking and has never done it and i don't know it's made me really aware the longer that we've been together like how much people sort of like assume that that's going to be a part of an event or something and we just never have alcohol in our house yeah um and i don't know like it's never been weird and nothing bad has ever happened but just like people he gets a lot of questions about like why he's not drinking when we go places yeah. and he gets teased by my family and like that's not cool like he just doesn't like drinking like let's not give him a hard time yeah. about it like it's like you just
1: like you don't like chocolate cake we you know like so yeah. what i wanna we listen um we have bottles of wine in our apartment mm-hmm. all of them are unopened and we just hold on to them, whether somebody gives them to us or we bought a whole bunch on discount. So when we do go to somebody's house for like dinner, we have something. Yeah. But it it's not for us to consume. It's for us to give away. And that don't get me wrong. Sometimes I wouldn't hate a glass of wine or sometimes I wouldn't hate, you know, some hard cider. But it's not something that I rely on. It's not something that I even really look forward to doing. You know, it's just like if it happens, it happens. And sometimes it's great. And if it happens and I don't want to do it, I just I, I have literally stopped drinking my drink, even though I paid like eight bucks for it because it's a hard cider and you can't get that fucking anywhere for cheap. I've stopped drinking it halfway through and just been like, I'm done with this now because I was always taught as a kid. Don't if you don't want to finish your drink or whatever, don't finish it. If you don't want to finish your glass of wine, if you don't want to finish your beer, your cider, your mixed drink just don't finish it. Leave it there. It's okay. And I also make a point of if I know that we have a friend who's sober going to an event, I always like reach out ahead of time and like, hey, I'm thinking of bringing this or seeing what they're bringing, like a seltzer or a flavored water or a juice or whatever. And like coming up with, okay, well, if you want to bring this, I will bring this you know non-alcoholic beverage and we can hang out together i'll be your sober buddy
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because like why not they're allowed to have fun too you can (laughs) there's that meme going around about like i choose not to drink not because i am no fun that's a separate choice that i've also made um
0: thanks
2: for listening what are your thoughts on alcohol and sobriety? Um, do you guys have any suggestions or advice um, or any stories? You can send us an email at powpowpodcast at gmail or you can reach out via Instagram or Facebook at Podcast. And remember, and I feel like we shouldn't have to repeat this, but we do.
1: Don't, don't be, be a dick. dick.